Welcome to Creative Space Podcast, shining lights in the creative industry. I'm your host, Keller Dundee, actor, comedian, director, writer, and musician. It's a podcast by creators, about creators, for creators. This week, we have got someone that I've known really for about um, for about six months, but but um, but I actually met them a few years ago, um, and they their work is so cool it's really impressive and the more people that get to see it the better you're really gonna like this so without further ado let's get into it and this is my creative space. Guys, we're back with another episode and as you now know, we've got Poppy on. So let's start where we always do. What aspects of the self-made creative industry are you in? Um, So I'm a graphic designer, Um, I started off as, uh, I've kind of done lots of different bits of art throughout my life, Um, so I kind of started off just doing normal bits of art and then I did film for a bit and at the beginning of lockdown um, I thought, well, no no one's really doing anything, Um, so I'll um, have a go at some illustrated work. Sorry, my cat is like right in my face. <laughs> yeah, it was just, just seeing trying to answer around the cat. I, my cat has managed to mute you. I'm sorry, I'll say that again. <laughs> just, just seeing you trying trying to answer around the cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's oh really cool. So you sort of tried, tried your hand at uh, a lot of areas of sort of just making then. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I'm, I don't know, I've always been quite a creative person. Um, And um, yeah, when I was younger, I did a lot of writing. And then school kind of made me hate any kind of writing and reading or anything like that. Um, So I focused a lot more on art. um, And for a while, I really struggled with my mental health. Um, and I think recently I've been learning how my art can help me deal with my mental health. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I guess that would be an outlet for you to show yeah. how, you're, how you're feeling just in in a design or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I feel like it's a really good... Um, I've, I feel like recently with my Instagram, I'm beginning to build up a community of people that can kind of... Um, like we'll kind of talk about my work and talk about like how it's if it's helped them or yeah kind of, I don't know I think it's nice to have like a talking subject it kind of brings things up for people to talk about rather than having to bring it up themselves yeah yeah so it's, it's totally like like this is something I've made interpret it how you want but yeah but, but it sort of opens the conversation for exactly for things to be to be deeper if they want it to be 
or they can just take it at face value and think, oh, well, that's really cool, and just leave it at that. So yeah. Okay, so let's talk about about um you when you were when you were younger. Where did you grow up, and how has that maybe influenced you? Your art. I think well, I I've I live in Brighton, and I've always lived in Brighton. Yeah. Um, and obviously, that's it's like a really creative place, and there's yeah, yeah. like artist stuff going on everywhere all the time. And um, both of my parents were DJs when I was growing up as well. Oh, cool, cool. So that's probably had influence on my art. Um, so were you not ever tempted to go down down that route then? I mean, I've kind of I've played musical instruments a bit in my life, but. I've always had like an interest in music, but I think I've just never had the patience for it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think with myself, I'm more of like a visual person. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, I find it almost more satisfying to do when I can see my work visually rather than hearing it. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, and, and, and being a Brighton is sort of, an amazing place to be able to, to see that sort of stuff because it's everywhere visual art is it yeah yeah there's yeah like even the graffiti on the walls like yeah, yeah. <laughs> on not be around art when you're in brighton there's always things going on yeah um so i'm blessed to like have grown up with that yeah um so i think as well because it's yeah. such like a left Kind of they have such like a left community in Brighton. Yeah. I reckon yeah. that influence a lot of like the subjects I like to have in yeah. my Well that's that's the thing is I think our um has always sort of had a, a sort of political in a way um sort of subtext to it. But I think but I think or can do anyway, but I think especially mm. this day and age um that's a lot more present with with thing things that have happened in recent years. Um, yeah, I mean, going back, you could go back as far as 2012, maybe um, for 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 sort of our generation, anyway. To to really yeah. use that as an outlet. Um, but then, especially in more recent years, it's it's been used a lot. Um, I remember particularly with whenever Obama was in office, this, there was a whole sort of sort of red and blue, blue art of, of Obama with with the the hope and change um, yeah, artwork, yeah. which has which have been sort of sort of um, translated in many different ways. Yeah, across, across all countries and their politics, and just making it relative to, to whatever mm. I think that's one of the other things I really like about art is that like anyone from any background whatever language they speak they can like understand it on some kind of level yeah. and appreciate it you know it's like it's um, you don't have to be from any particular place to... no because it's like it's like the if there's art in say America again that's, that's about an issue there it doesn't mean that like someone from from say Spain can't can't see that and, and not relate at all because they see that yeah. and, and think okay that isn't the issue that we're dealing with but 
I can take bits from that and and realize how that applies to what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so what? Let's talk a bit about about where you studied, what you studied, and how how that um, brought your your um, or your your sort of work to where it is now. I so I uh, I went to um, Northbrook College in Gordon, um, and I studied digital art there for two years. Yeah, which I loved, and I, that was kind of when I started my because um, initially I wanted to go into advertising. Okay. And um, yeah, I kind of looked into advertising jobs and things like that and realized that it was just like way too corporate for me. I didn't want yeah. any of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, then I kind of started looking into film for a while. Um, and I did really enjoy kind of making film and film editing. Um, and made like a couple of really stupid little films with my friends things like that which is good fun mm. but I think after a while I did that for probably like two or three years yeah after a while I found it I, I kind of felt like I'd taken it as far as I wanted to I think okay. I got to the point where I found it a bit limiting and I just wanted to kind of have I guess a quicker way to get my art out <laughs> yeah yeah well that that is the thing with film is is you you don't really realize how long a process it is until you're doing it mm, yeah completely and i think i found that really frustrating yeah um because it, it is so time consuming and there's so much planning you have to be so organized yeah that's, that's just not me yeah 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 it's it, i've um yeah, because I imagine it's it's so much easier to just to just be like, I've made it, it's done, here it is. So that's why you're sort of doing more of the work you are currently doing with the um, with the sort of graphic designs. Yeah, and I think I kind of got into my graphic design stuff. Like I've always had an interest in it. Obviously, doing my digital art course and then doing an art and design course after that, mm. I've always had like an interest in it. It's always been something that I've been like, oh, okay, I might try that a bit later. Yeah. Um, and yeah, lockdown seemed like the perfect reason to try it a bit later. Yeah. Um, and it was it was one of those things where I just instantly fell in love with it and was just it really I don't know it really really clicked for me and um, it didn't feel like it was something that I had to do it was something that I wanted to do. Mm. Um, which is, I think, where film and like illustration and graphic design kind of differed for me. Because after a while doing film, I felt like it was something that I had to do. Yeah. And I wasn't, yeah, I kind of lost the joy in it a bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, um, yeah, but I think that's a great thing with, with, with sort, sort, sort of art. If you can, in, in any sense, in a, as soon as you've you sort of think okay i've reached as far as i want to go with this there's a different form you can you yeah can out and there's a different thing you can you can use to express your yourself in whether it's film or it's making designs or 
um, or even going back to advertising, um, sort sort of displaying a message that way. Yeah, definitely. It it's yeah, it's it's really nice that um, just in general the arts are just like everywhere in everyday life. Um, yeah. And there isn't enough appreciation for it. Like a lot of people say that, but um, yeah, I think it's important for people to remember how much different types of art there are and how much that influences our daily life yeah well that's that a... everything like the houses like packaging just yeah. like the cars are designed it's everything is yeah but you know well that's that's the thing if when when um when pe- people were saying were saying that like like it's um art just is, is a luxury and is is just isn't need, needed it's like okay if art isn't needed wouldn't well go a day not looking at, at, like, at like your phone not listening to the radio not reading a book not not listening to music you know there's the list of things you actually mm. couldn't do without artists is so long that like yeah you're better you're you're better off just just bite just like like people biting the bullets and going Okay, no, art isn't a luxury. Art's a necessity. Um, yeah. But I, I, but but there's just something that 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 just won't let people accept art as a as as a vital industry. It is. It's yeah. It definitely is. And I, <laughs> uh, a few months ago, I went on a date with someone and. Um, I was kind of, yeah, we were just like getting to know each other and they asked me what I do as a job. And I said um, that I work part-time in a cafe and part-time as a graphic designer. And he said, oh, it's nice to have a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. did, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, yes, it's my hobby, but it's also my career. Yeah, yeah. Like- it's like it's like oh I'm sorry the thing I do for a job I enjoy like yeah exactly <laughs> I'm sorry I enjoy my work sorry yeah, yeah. It's like oh I'm I'm sorry I get I get it we can't all enjoy our work but but I <laughs> like exactly exactly <laughs> so so how do you how do you think um talking a bit more specific specifically about about um the two-year course how how do you think that has influenced this the style of art you do now um i actually have no idea (laughs) (laughs) i i think i think to be honest for me i don't know really what influences my style of art that much i think a lot of the time it's normally um like other artists or um just like my surroundings or something i've been watching and i think at the moment (laughs) sorry my is in the way (laughs) i think really involved (laughs) i know she's such an attention seeker (laughs) (laughs) um i think at the moment i'm kind of still trying to work out what my art style is okay. um, I think especially as I've started doing graphic design I've only really been doing it for about a year now um, and so yeah I'm still kind of trying to work out what 
my style is and what kind of direction I want to take it. Yeah. Um, I know that I want to start doing kind of like prints and stickers and things like that, but um, yeah, not really sure. I, I don't know how, I'm sure the course has influenced me yeah. in some way. Um, I think the digital art course that I did for two years mm. probably helped me gain the skills that I needed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least, you know, like at least most of them and mm. some of the knowledge that I needed. And then the art and design course that I did afterwards, I think kind of made me think in a slightly different way. Um, it kind of, um, I don't, I, I guess it, I don't know if this sounds, it probably sounds ridiculously pretentious, but it made me think in a more artistic way. Like it kind of, um, cause like some of the stuff we did on that course was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it was the most pretentious bullshit ever. Like what? Uh, like what? Well, I remember taking, I remember booking out a photo studio mm. um, to take a picture of a piece of soap and we were like projecting things onto this bit of soap and we're in there for like two hours just projecting different pictures onto a bit of soap. Yeah. It's like, uh, this is, what? <laughs> this is so weird, but fine. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like, I remember um, when I was, I was doing photography in school, um, we had we had two hours to photograph a cake. It yeah. Just, it was just yeah. like, okay, there's only so many angles I can get of this cake. Like, <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I've got, man, there are, <laughs> there are actually so many weird stories that I've got from creating things. Like I remember um, during my uh, digital art course, I was making a short film about some really trippy tea party. Mm. And um, so I scouted out the location like a couple of weeks before, um, but the day that we went to shoot, we got to the location and <laughs> I mean, it was it was this really like desolate part of Brighton. Um, and yeah, when we got there, there were just, there were loads of tents around and there were people that were obviously like squatting there. Yeah. So <laughs> we were kind of scared, but we got one of my friends to go in and ask them like, is it okay if we film? And their reply was, I mean, that's fine, but don't film Kevin and mind out for the needles. <laughs> okay, we were gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like, okay. <laughs> I don't really want to be getting hepatitis from yeah. the needle, thank you. <laughs> just like, it's just like, thanks for the warning. We're gonna go. Just yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that's one of the things with like making stuff is you always get stories like that. Oh yeah, yeah. There's you. You never know when you're gonna get when you get you're gonna get a sort of gem that's just just a, a, you walk away from the situation just like what yeah. industry am I in? What happened? <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. I like my first. I've already worked with the BBC once and it. It's like my first ever experience with like a proper company. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it was at the Brighton Nudist Beach. And I thought I was going there as a runner. Um, but 
the person who invited me to go was like, all right, everyone take their clothes off. And I was like, what? What the fuck? What? No, I'm here to like carry things. I'm not getting naked. Yeah. And there was this whole miscommunication where I thought I was meant to be a runner, but yeah. I was a model. And I was like, no, no, give me the camera equipment. I'm not taking my fucking clothes off. <laughs> it was fine. You know, I managed yeah. to get a free meal out of it and not have to take my clothes off. So that was yeah. good. Um, it was just, yeah, not the experience I wanted with the BBC. <laughs> No, no, it's not. <laughs> just like standing with a bunch of strangers with their dicks out and like waiting for me to take my clothes off and it's like, ah! It's like, um, no, no, no. But like, if any of you want a cup of tea, I'll, I'll go and get yeah. that. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just that trying to just grab camera equipment and not knowing where to look. Just... Oh my god, it's the worst thing, honestly. I felt like, <laughs> yeah, people would be passing me like all their coats and things. They'd be like undressing and handing me their clothes. I'd be like, thank you for these. <laughs> just, 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 just constantly thinking, you're being paid, you're being paid, you're being paid. <laughs> I wasn't even being paid. <laughs> it was for the exposure. <laughs> Exposure. <laughs> right, right. Who said to you? Who said to you that word exactly? Because oh my god, someone in the BBC. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, like, I've been pretty lucky though in terms of being paid for things. Yeah. I've generally, I think, because I've been doing work for mostly like either people that I know or people that someone I know knows. I've generally been quite lucky with like getting somewhat of a fair pay. Like even yeah. if it's, you know, like reduced wage because of, you know, I'm just learning and just starting out. I've yeah. generally been okay, but I know so many people get just like messed around with not being paid for stuff and being told that, oh, it's just exposure. Like yeah. you should be grateful you're even here. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I am grateful, but also this is my job. So exactly, they get exactly. something like. Mm. But yeah. was was there a specific moment where, where, um, where it just clicks into place for you, for you, where you thought, yeah, this is a career I have to be doing, sort of being in the arts, because I know you've tried out quite a few parts of being an yeah. artist. Yeah, I think. Um... I think for me it's not I, there isn't like one particular point um was it on that beach is it oh yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> um i i mean i think for me like i'm the thing is i have no idea i might in two years time i might decide that i never want to do graphic design ever again yeah um, and yeah, like the main reason I started doing graphic design was because of lockdown. Like there wasn't a big reason really. Um, I think weirdly my mental health has kind of pushed me in that direction a bit. Yeah. Because it's, I guess so is lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think they both kind of forced me to focus more on um, trying to visualize what is going on in my mind. Um, yeah. So over 
like last year I had therapy um, for about a year and that was really, really helpful. But I think that alongside, like kind of after every other therapy session, I'd do like a little sketch or a drawing or something like that to kind of almost help me cement the things that I'd learned in therapy. Yeah. And um, I think that really helps me a lot because um, I struggle to like get across what I'm feeling in words but if I can like try and imagine something that my feeling would look like yeah if that makes any sense I yeah, find yeah. that a lot easier to describe than what I'm actually feeling yeah yeah because because it's instead of having to to sort of like actually have the words come out of your mouth you can put it into the into this drawing or this design and yeah be like this is this is what i'm feeling and it's it sort of makes it easier for you to sort of deal with almost Um, yeah i think so because it kind of it gets it out in some kind of way yeah without Uh, having to having to, to literally sort of say it yeah, but I was to bull my eyes out completely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just being like, I'm not crying, but but the drawing. <laughs> the drawing yeah, but some of this. Yeah. And as long yeah, as exactly. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to feel my pain, and it's not gonna be me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so would you say that that is what sort of motivates you to do to do this? Is is show is a way of sort of dealing with with, a, with an awful situation or with hard times or I what would you so. say motivates you? I think I think that is actually quite a lot of um, especially now I think that is a lot of what motivates me is because I know that most of the time not all the time but most of the time after I do a bit of art I feel better for it yeah um, but a couple of years ago, probably less than that actually, I kind of, I wanted to have, I wanted art to make me feel better, but I think I put so much pressure on myself to make my art look how I wanted it to look. Yeah. That I just didn't enjoy it. And a lot of the time I wasn't motivated at all because I was putting so much pressure on myself to, you know that art would be like the glory of my life and that would be like the only thing in my life but I think the thing that's actually helped me is like to get other hobbies and other things to focus on so that art isn't the only thing that brings me happiness yeah 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 and I think that's that's I think that's far more common with a lot of artists than, than I think people realize um because I think a lot of us use you making it in whatever sense to to escape what it is we're actually feeling or yeah um or it's just or it's a sort of show that in a way that's not that's not having to accept it in ourselves um yeah definitely. yeah i think it's oh i i i think in the um I just relate it back to, to to being being an actor and sort of thinking thinking you're constantly 
you play a character sometimes because you want to escape because you want to escape who you are mm. and mm. and that that's that's easily transferred into into whether you're doing you're doing visual art or whether you're you're maybe a musician or anything it's just a way of expressing what's what's going on either in your head or around you without without having to face it head on almost yeah definitely so so um who would you say inspires you then because you've talked about about your parents a bit um yeah who would you say inspires you whether that is your parents or whether that's someone famous or anyone who who would you say inspires you i think honestly just people in general yeah like i don't think there's any one person or any one thing that inspires me um i mean there isn't really anyone that i mean like if we're talking about like artists that i look up to yeah then it would i don't again i don't really even know it's just like there's just a lot of people in the art community that i would love to be as um I guess I guess as successful as, but um, I kind of I want I want to be like known for my art, but yeah. I don't I want to be happy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the true kind of success is happiness, really. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, are there any of those artists that you that you want to be as successful as that um, that like? you say your your art is akin to now or um or is I, it very much your own style different to theirs entirely i have no idea i i actually have no idea because i can't even work out what my own art is like at the moment yeah but like i'm kind of in a bit of an experimental phase at the moment where i'm trying to find my style um yeah and just trying to work out what, you know, what I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like in terms of, I'm just kind of going through the people that I follow on Instagram. Yeah. There's someone called Serious Graveyard. I really like their stuff because um, they're, it's very like simple, but it's also quite comical and kind of like, it's like, kind of dark humor but not completely and um i don't know it's just like it's just a nice thing that kind of cheers me up every now and then i'd like yeah. that to be what people get from my art yeah 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 i suppose I, yeah I yeah suppose i think the main thing for me is like i want people to look at my art and to actually get something from it yeah yeah totally and i think um I, th- I think people people will get that because um, especially we've had conversations about 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 um, some of the, the, the designs you've put up um, mm. and and I think if 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 we've had conversations about it, then I'm pretty sure you'd you'd hope other people have had conversations about it as well, or or will have 
will have seen that and will, and will have done more than just scroll past it and give it a like. Yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah, that's that's kind of my main goal for me, I think, at the moment would be um, is to just, yeah, I don't know, try and keep creating art that gives people um, some form of, um, I don't I not help, but like reassurance, maybe. Yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah, so it's um, just a way of, of people seeing it, maybe maybe relating to it and, and just being like, oh, so I'm not the only one who feels like this. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> exactly. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was, I was just making noises. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where would you say, where do you want to be in five years time then if 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 this um yeah um, the way things are currently going where do you want to be in five years time i think i would um i mean i'd like to be out of the pandemic for one yeah yeah <laughs> i think, I think that's, that's all of us this goal hopefully by the end of this year yeah, <laughs> yeah christ um I think I would like to, I mean, I want to go traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to kind of meet other artists while I'm traveling. I'd love to kind of take my art around the world a bit and yeah. do it in a few different places around the world. Um, I think in five years time, I would like to be, I don't know if that's where I see myself, but I would like to be living like in Sweden or like, I don't know, somewhere like that, like Norway or somewhere, yeah. um, and be kind of creating art there. Nice. Um, Is there anything physically about um, those sort of Scandinavian countries that, that really appeals to you? I think it's, um, I mean, I could be wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> me as an outsider, it looks like they have um, I, I know like a lot of those kind of Scandinavian countries have quite a cool art culture that I really enjoy um, and also just in general their kind of social culture seems quite just quite chilled really um, and it seems like the kind of lifestyle that I would prefer Yeah, because um, I feel like here in the UK it's you you work for money and then you go home and then you might go to the pub and then you get up and go to work again. Yeah, but... it's very much that sort of thing of the thing of sort of live to work. Um, yeah. Whereas, whereas those Scandinavian countries seem seem far more like 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 work to live. Um, yes, exactly. In a, in a, there's just far more. I don't know, freedom and enjoyment in mm, in the mm. stuff they do. Whereas the UK it sort of seems like um not to sound too bad but but a means to an end. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, in that in that things are just are just happening. Yeah. Whereas they those countries seem more like 
stuff's going on, but then we're constantly trying this thing and, and doing this thing and it kind of feels like they have more meaning to their life in a way yeah 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 like it yeah i don't know i feel like life in england can be a bit depressing especially when our government is an absolute yeah <laughs> i think i think every everyone listening probably agrees with you on that without even needing yeah. to finish that sentence yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, God. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's look a little further on then. So, so if five years time you want to be in one of those countries involved in their sorts of art culture, what um and and would have done quite a bit more travelling by then. Where do you see yourself in ten years time? Then do you still see yourself in in one of those Scandinavian countries or? Or what do you see yourself doing art-wise or, yeah? I have no idea. I mean, I'll be 32 then, which seems a bit mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I don't know. I feel like I might want to live in a different place. Um, I don't know whether I'd come back to the UK. I know, I know that I'd want to have like some kind of solid graphic design career by that point um i'd like to have like somewhat of a stable job yeah and kind of yeah i mean it i'm assuming i'd want it to be graphic design that might these you know i might completely change my mind and be like right to be an accountant (laughs) yeah 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 numbers are Um, really interesting now let's yeah (laughs) they never have been but (laughs) something changed um (laughs) Yeah, I think I would like to be doing, have like a solid graphic design career and I'd like to have a nice, um, I mean, in in an ideal world, I'd be living in my own home, but honestly, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think as long as I have my own cat or my own hamster or some kind of animal, I'd be yeah. happy. Yeah, so, so, like, like, as far as you know, art and some sort of companion. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't think I'd want. Um, I I wouldn't want to be settled down, but I'd want to be settled down with a cat. Yeah. I think. My- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think I think um, it's not such a big thing nowadays, but there but there there used to be very much the thing of you need to be settled down by by the time you're 30 and, and like have your life to get to get work nowadays people are a lot more like no i don't have a clue what i'm doing with my life by my yeah my yeah so i think it's far more accepted to to sort of just be like no i don't know what i'm doing but but, but we're just taking it as it comes and <laughs> yeah exactly stuff yeah. As, as as it's happening yeah I think in 10 years time in general, I would like to have seen a lot more of the world and met more people and kind of just had more experiences really. And hopefully have developed like my art in a way that I feel confident with it and have like a a solid style, really like established style. Um, And yeah hopefully have some kind of stable career <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think all of us hope, hope, hope for a stable career, career especially yeah. 
especially as artists anyway um what yeah what, you sort of you mentioned um sort of the root of things be, being being happiness is that what what you define as success or what would you say success is i think it's it it should be happiness i think if you're happy with your life then you are successful um i think so many people take how much money they're earning or what like job status they have as success or um yeah and that's not that's not to say that if you're unhappy you're unsuccessful yeah it's i think it's whether or not like whether you're working towards yourself like if you are the center of your own life then you're doing well <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So um, as long as as long as you're well and and that's not changing yeah yeah i think success can be a very um almost like a toxic word in a way yeah because i it's it feels like if you're not doing the thing that you think success is then you're unsuccessful but like then what does it mean to be unsuccessful it's yeah. i don't know it's a very like complicated question unsuccessful is just is well the same success is so such a personal thing you know like it's going to be different for everyone just because yeah. it could be like it could be like 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 if if you've made a million less this year compared to what to what to what you did last year that can be unsuccessful for when like you may have still made 20 million that year yeah like, yeah like for most people that's not going to be unsuccessful at all but but because of the standards of that individual yeah uh, in the same way same way it could be like like because you made um 200 pounds off your work this year um and that was and that was more than than, than the previous year or i don't know why i stick into a monetary thing thing obviously <laughs> money isn't the root of happiness yeah. but um but yeah it's just a very sort of, sort of easy visual for people to to see anyway um yeah no i suppose it's a bit like if you if you went to the shops to get a pint of milk but you came home with biscuits instead like yeah. in my opinion that is still a successful trip because you come home with biscuits like yeah you didn't get the milk but you come home with biscuits so yeah. like yeah it's not unsuccessful really it's a different type of success <laughs> exactly <laughs> but um okay what would you say is your biggest achievement so far um i think I think in terms of like um, actual kind of business achievements, it would probably be, um, it's not even to do with my graphic design. It was uh, when I was doing video editing, I made a DVD for someone called Paul Gilbert, um, which uh, sold really well. And I got, I did like some packaging design for them as well and did like a lot of work with him. I think that was kind of like my biggest um kind of achievement in terms of my career um yeah. but for me in terms of personal achievements i think my biggest achievement has been um kind of learning about my own mental health and learning how to kind of look after myself a bit better um because i spent so much of my life just not really even 
considering how unwell I was and not really giving it like a time of day. Yeah. And I think for me, my biggest achievement is, um, yeah, just like learning how to actually care about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that is something that so easily just looked past um, as just in, in any industry because, because people are just sort of like, like, oh, I'm not feeling good. Oh, that can wait because I've got this deadline. When it, when it let, like no if you're not if something doesn't feel right that should be the priority exactly and, and it takes I, like I think the hard reality of it is is it takes people's reaching breaking point to realise that um, which is yeah. which is awful but but I think yeah. it's really cool that, that like that like you and and so many other people are becoming more aware of of, of of your mental health and sort of checking in with yourself more regularly. Exactly. I think that's kind of what I want my art to be for people is, um, you know, something not only to a place to reach out to, but something that might help them kind of start their own journey. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. Because if if seeing a piece, a piece of your art or just trigger something in someone's head to be like, oh, I relate to that, but I don't know why I relate to that. To them, yeah. point out that's to do with their mental health and would be an amazing thing because it would because because it would mean like something you've made has helped someone else, and then and then for all we know that could then create a chain reaction for in a positive way way for. For them yeah i mean that'll be the dream really <laughs> yeah yeah well I think, yeah. I think that's that's a big thing for for like loads of people is to just be well in themselves and make sure the people around them are also are also okay and that yeah this is a constant so let's um what is next for you in your career then um i think um uh so i've got my instagram and i've got a website i'd like to start working on my website a bit more and set up my own shop um where i have kind of like t-shirt prints and stickers and things like that i think like eventually i'd love to make some like actual skateboard deck designs yeah that people could, could buy that would be like absolutely amazing yeah um and um, I think, yeah, I guess I think for me that would be like the closest next step. I, I'd also like to try and do some kind of internship or something soon, but pandemic, it's a bit hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but I mean, um, while while this is happening, it's definitely a, an amazing opportunity to to look into what your options are with with internships and yeah, it's definitely company like and where you want to do an internship with yeah yeah it's definitely given me like more time to look into these things yeah yeah and i think um a great place to sort sort of finish as you've mentioned your instagram and your website is where can people keep up to date what 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 you're doing um okay an opportunity to just plug yourself (laughs) okay (laughs) um well my instagram is just poppy harperfield um 
and um, I've actually got a link to my website on my Instagram, um, oh. which <laughs> is um, my website is also just poppyharborfield.com. So okay. awesome, easy to find. <laughs> yeah, and and I'll have I'll have links to everything um, in note in the notes of this episode, so people can can find you and see what all you're you've been you've been making what all we've we've actually been talking about um yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah, but yeah great. it's been really great having you on i'm sure everyone's really enjoyed this conversation and has taken something away from it hopefully yeah thanks for having me on I, I i was really really nervous to be honest about it but i've actually really really enjoyed talking about it it's been a good time <laughs> good. good well until next week i will see you guys later So you've just listened to Poppy's episode of the podcast. It was really interesting how her being happy and expressing what's going on in her head um, took a really big influence and role in what it is she creates. Um, and saying that the stuff she makes does look incredible, does look really impressive. And I urge everyone to, to take a look at her Instagram, which will be in the notes below, um, so that you can see what it is she's making. And that about wraps up this week for the Creative Space podcast. And join me next week when I've got another great guest, another great conversation for you all. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at SteveDundeeActor to keep up to date with all things Creative Space. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>